I think that don't the discourse around don't look up has been the most insufferable of this year's movie cycle. No, that's Joe Rogan. That's not a movie cycle. It's going to be a movie. <laughs> I'm is, not going to watch it. My life it. is a movie. Brunch! Hit it, boys! You order Diet Smoke. That's a joke, right? You get that reference? No, but I am assuming that it's a Pusha T uh, reference to his new song called Diet Coke. Well, it's a reference to Diet Smoke, the product that we hawk on this very broadcast. I don't like the word hawk. Yeah. It has snake oil salesmen yeah. <laughs> tinged yes, <exactly>. to it. <laughs> hawk. hawk has big snake oil energy. Yeah. Hawk, yeah. That's like a real, like, you don't believe in what you're, what you're selling. Right, pulling one over on everybody. Yeah. I wouldn't say that we hawk diet smoke. No, definitely not. I'm a, I'm a user. You're, you're a user. Uh, well, Pusha T does have a new song, but it's about cocaine. So wow. what, what do we do with that? I'm glad he's branching out. If you don't know, Pusha T typically doesn't rap about cocaine. <laughs> so he's doing... Push. Push. I got numbers on the boards. I gave him like a well, much more of like a Brooklyn. Pusha T actually does rock. Pusha T's the best. Pusha he rocks. Pusha T is one of the best, most enjoyable rappers right now. Um, although right now, he doesn't put out stuff too frequently. But I mean, one of my favorite lines that I just like disagree with, but it, it worked for the beef when he was in the beef with Drake. And he said something to the effect of like, People talking shit about you now, tomorrow will be Uber drivers. Oh, it's yeah. It's like, the hey. Uber drivers are good. Yeah, they, don't don't shame the gig economy. Actually, right. do shame the gig economy, but don't shame the workers. Correct. Didn't people give you shit one time for yeah, that? Yeah, because I, uh, cause I defended the Dolly Parton 5-9 uh, to nine yeah. Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, people were really mad about that. Yeah, which, like, I understand, but, like, all I was trying to say is that, like, I took that commercial as being like, yo, if you want to work five to nine to create a side hustle that can eventually replace your nine to five yeah. and you can be passionate about what you're doing full time, right. that's a good thing. I don't I don't subscribe to like, hey, have to work three jobs, including like driving an Uber to pay the bills. That's a completely different situation. Correct. Correct. Um, so this song, Diet Coke from Pusha T. It's a follow-up to his previous songs. Uh, <laughs> it's part of a trilogy. See if I can sneak that in there. Uh, it's got some very uh, like Coca-Cola type lyrics. Actually, a lot of like sugar stuff. Lyrics. Hey hey, love is like a bomb, baby. Come on, get it on. Living like a lover with a radar phone. Looking like a, use the T word, tramp like a video vamp. Demolition woman, can I be your man? So, he's he's talking to someone here. Razzle and a dazzle and flash a little light. Television lover, baby, go all night. Sometime, anytime, sugar me sweet. Little Miss Innocent, sugar me, yeah. Now, come on. Take a bottle. And you're like, a bottle of what? 
going to be Diet Coke. Shake it up. Break the bubble. Break it up. Pour some sugar on me. I knew it. I was like, I was like, these are not Pusha T lyrics. I, I couldn't. The good for you for like delivering it in a cadence that I was like, this sounds like pour. These sound like the lyrics of pour some sugar on me. But I wasn't totally sure. Anyway. Actual lyrics of the song. Red light, yellow light, green light, go. Crazy little woman in a one-man show. Mirror queen, mannequin, rhythm of love. Sweet dream, saccharin, loosen up. Loosen up. You got to squeeze a little, squeeze a little, tease a little more. Easy operator, come a-knocking on my door. Sometime, anytime, sugar me sweet. Little Miss Innocent, sugar me. Yeah. Give a little more. Take a bottle. Shake it up. Break the bubble. He hasn't sworn yet, by the way. Yeah. Break it up. Then he sings the refrain again. This must be the uh, the clean version. Yes. He, then he repeats, pour some sugar on me in the name of love. Pour some sugar on me. Come on, fire me up. You do notice in that song, they say saccharine. No. Every time they say saccharin in that song, they say saccharine. And maybe that's like a... They, I think the Def Leppard's UK, but they've also got some Australian vibes. Well, one of the things that always tripped me up was in um, in that song Jolene by uh, by Ray LaMontagne. He says uh, Spokane. Is it like, it's Spokane. It like Jolene, 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 Jolene no. in that song? Or mm-hmm. like he has his own song called Jolene? His own song called okay. Jolene. Uh, yeah, because I know the I know like the, the standard. Yeah, I know yeah. the Miley Cyrus version. Yes, that original. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, he says um, Spokane, and I, I was like, it's, that's not how you say that. Spokane. Spokane. Yeah. Spokane. Yeah. Tommy Giles used to work there. Whenever he says Spokane. Says Spokane. Yeah. He's spoken about it a bunch <laughs> of times. Uh, update to those of you asking. Def Leppard is from Sheffield, which is in South Yorkshire, England. South Yorkshire, England. They uh, were a rock band formed in 1977. Still currently touring. They actually played a show with, I think it was Motley Crue, and there was a lot of buzz over who should be opening. And I think that Motley Crue was headlining... And people were like, oh, that's an insult. Def Leppard. Because like, if you think about those two bands, the bigger hit is definitely by Def Leppard. And they had a couple of really big albums. But Motley Crue, for as horrible of a Hulu original series as their drummer may have spawned, they had some great albums. I had Shout the Devil on cassette. It's a great album. Is Tommy Lee uh, the, the Motley Crue drummer? Motley Crue drummer. Yes. Well, he has he has three arms, and the Def Leppard drummer only has one arm, right? Correct. Okay. Yes, that's that's good. A lot of prosthetics in that show. A yeah. distracting amount of prosthetics to the point where, like, I didn't like. Remember when Gary Oldman was? Did <laughs> yes. he win? Yeah, he won. He won. I, I was so yeah. mad that he was even nominated. I was like, all right, that so movie sucked. That Darkest movie Hour sucked, and 
he wasn't anything special. He just looked a lot like yeah, the guy. Yeah, it, it was the costume award. Exactly. There's already an award for that. And there was a lot of excitement for Pam and Tommy. And I've seen every episode so far, and I'm going to keep watching the whole thing. You were saying, like, ideally, this can kind of be our next a teacher. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, nah, it won't work because all the episodes are already out. But they did. They just released the first three, and they were going week to week. So I was like, yes, we can have that. But this is not captivating. I think it's, like, just bad where a teacher was, like, wild. It was nuts at points. Like, it was really good at points. It was, like, what is going on at points. A teacher was really a, a moment in time. Yes. <laughs> like, really perfect. You cannot recreate that sort of perfect, perfect storm. Perfect <laughs> show. Yeah. Like, there were times where we were, like, sometimes when we talk about this show, we make jokes about Matt and everything, but uh, I don't want to make a joke after any of what mm-hmm. we saw yeah. in last night's episode. Uh, this also, though, obviously, apples and oranges... A lot of like, should there be like laughing about this? Because I remember when this happened and for sure there was no like, this is happening to Pamela Anderson. There was like, oh, Tommy Lee, you're the man. Nice one, Pamela Anderson. Shouldn't have been having all that sex, huh? (laughs) And like she did absolutely nothing other than like. Have, have sex, sex with her husband. husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, this was well, well, well before the time anyone like thought about things Feelings. beyond a surface level. Like, oh, yeah. oh sick. Yeah. yeah. Like, this was like years and years before even like the Britney Spears mental health breakdown totally. in which everybody still went like very, very hard on her. But yeah. It's like a traumatic thing. Yeah. To have happened to a person at the height of celebrity. And you know what? She's not happy they're making this because they didn't ask her permission and they're just doing it. And which is like in which like I don't necessarily think that like she needs to sign off on it because it's like it's something that happened. It's It's, it's art. Yeah. Yeah. But like if you're going to focus on the the uh like the mental toll that it took on her which i'm assuming that the series does that i haven't watched any of it yet not it's it's just gotten out at okay. this point all right well i'm assuming that they are going not to the touch other on it, that because that's been out the <laughs> yeah. entire series yeah they've had full dialogue apparently from what i saw there's like a scene in which he talks i to threw his my penis. hands up you know what it was at that point it was a show that a lot of people i love work on this show uh, even one of our friends works on this show, and I will say unequivocally, I hate this show and I can't watch it. Okay, Big Mouth. It was oh, Big Mouth okay. in that yeah. moment. Like, Who works on Big Mouth? Lena was on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate Big Mouth. I think Big Mouth. I don't be hate quite, it. I think like, it'd be quite funny, but yeah, it, I mean, like it's. I'm more willing to allow... jokes and dick jokes just have never really done well, it for I'm me. Well, I'm more uh, willing to allow Big Mouth to, to venture into that realm because it is such a ridiculous show. Yeah. You know, there's like, like it, it's... actual monsters, right? Yeah, yeah. There's like actual like hormone monsters and puberty monsters and... Um, yeah, so it's it's like rooted in ridiculousness. And I don't know. I don't... I don't I, again, I haven't watched the Pam and Tommy thing yet. I'm going to at some point, but I think there's less room for shenanigans there. Yeah, and like they, I the the reason this the conversation I guess got to Pam and Tommy was the whole like, oh, this person looks just like that person, and the makeup job they do and the 
prosthetics and everything are incredible. He looks just like Tommy Lee. She looks exactly like Pamela Anderson. They gave her like a new forehead. They messed around with her lips. They did all sorts of stuff. Like obviously the chest is like that. Like everybody knew that. What chest are you trying to say? Back in the day, like they they <laughs> made her her like body yeah. all over exactly like her. And I, it just kind of weird watching that. I mean, I'm not gonna like hold that against him. It's like something that no, it, like, that I, the the costume department you're gonna and, do right something Pamela Anderson. It, would, it doesn't look like Pamela Anderson. People will be like, "This is distracting." Right? Exactly. But I don't know. It's it's just weird. Pamela Anderson was always kind of like a uh, one of a kind looking person, and they replicated it they, with all, like someone who is like so I, independently beautiful in yeah. their own right that. I, that's that's the 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 weirdest thing is that like when they cast Lily James, I was like, how the hell is this gonna work? Yeah, but it's clearly work because it's like stunning how much he looks like her. In yeah, the, in the show, I mean, you really can't even tell that it's Lily James, like from how she looks, obviously, but also from the performance, which I guess says that it's a good acting job. But overall, the whole thing is a lot more cartoony and very intentionally so. So maybe I'm a Maybe it just doesn't register. Yeah, but. maybe it just doesn't register for you, or just like isn't up your alley. I, yeah, I I thought that it was going to be a bit more like seriously dramatic. Instead, it's just goof city, and they don't really do a good job of painting. They only make one person seem like the bad guy, and that's Tommy Lee. And like, there are multiple bad guys in this story. Like Tommy Lee was the worst and was like stiffing his contractors. So one of them was like, all right, I'm going to rob this guy. That's how it happened. Yeah. Wow. He stole okay. a safe from him because he, Tommy Lee was being like extremely difficult and wasn't paying them. And then when he was like, okay, look, I'll do all these things that you're asking, but I need some sort of payment. Like I'm buying all these tools and everything like out of, and all this lumber, out of my own pocket. Like, I need money, please. And he was like, ah, you're doing a bad job. So he fired him and didn't let him take any of the stuff, like kept his tools, everything. So they, two people, this, this part was portrayed in the show. I don't know if this is true in real life, but two of them schemed to break in and rob him, but only one went through with it. And this was Seth Rogen's character in this. Yeah, he breaks in and he steals a safe and he just like finds all the stuff in it and he's like, huh, what's this? And it's a sex tape. And then he goes on to like sell it on the internet. Yeah. Like that's shitty. Yeah, for sure. He's a bad guy. Obviously, he got porked by Tommy Lee and Tommy Lee stinks for doing that. But like the the show puts really, unless I'm reading it wrong, um, it kind of puts everything on... Uh, <laughs> On Tommy Lee. Speaking of talking about things you haven't seen, no better time for those people than <laughs> Tuesday. That's when Oscar nominations came out. We got to hear all sorts of, I can't believe this got nominated. I mean, I haven't seen it, but yuck. 
Yeah, and or like I can't believe this got snubbed. The one movie that I've seen this year, there's so much of that. Well, th- that's my favorite. I that yeah. I th- that I find adorable. But when someone's like, I heard this movie sucked. How did it get nominated? I was like, because the people that saw it decided <laughs> right. it was good. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of there is a, like a lot of outrageous Oscars behavior that comes out <laughs> every year, every single year. It's so funny because like there are legitimately people that will see like three movies in a year and when one of them doesn't get nominated they're like ah what oscars are a joke that's close to where i am with the best picture noms i've only seen half of them at this point but i know that movies that i wanted nominated are better than some of the ones that i've seen Mm -hmm. like i've seen belfast the power of the dog uh west side story those are the three that i Licorice pizza, right? But I'm saying oh. those are the ones that I'm, that when I say like, how is Pig not nominated, or how is Red Rocket not nominated? Those are like the two unconscionable snubs for me. I which, feel which okay saying one? that because I'm like I think that both of those movies were Pig and Red Rocket. Okay, both of those movies I think were better than Belfast, which was solid. Power of the Dog, which that's a given. Second try. I, I'm not gonna say it stinks, but. It's not jumping out at me the way that it jumped out. I don't even want to watch it a second time to, like, give it a a chance. Somebody on Twitter uh, today said that that, um, the power of the dog is, like, my English patient. And I don't know. Like, I don't – I'm not going to say that I, like, I fucking hated it. Yeah. And, like, I thought it was unbearable. But I thought it was, like, like, a bad movie. It was. I thought like the cinematography was good, and like the, the, uh, the the performance. Like Cumberbatch was good. In it? Yeah, <laughs> and Cumberbatch was good, but I thought just it was fucking boring, man. I thought it was so slow and uninteresting. The word I was going to use was bland, but that sounds very disrespectful. But also, if the shoe fits, uh, I, I am going to rewatch it because I, I don't think it's going to make me like it, but. It'll like solidify your takes, maybe. I went back and rewatched them a couple of years ago. We were really good at like getting out really ahead of everything. It's harder to do this year, obviously, but um, it must have been like three or four years ago. It was when uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm-hmm. was nominated, and that was when was, we did the uh, the individual podcast for each one. Yeah, and I Parasite, think we should. Yeah, I think we should. I I I would be definitely down to do that again because those mini podcasts yeah. for each episode. I thought that was very very helpful. How much time do we got? What is the uh like? When are the Oscars? I mean, they just got announced now, so they're probably, probably like, like a month months, away. Maybe? They, they, I know they got pushed back, or was that the Grammys? Might have been the Grammys because the Grammys probably got pushed back because the Super Bowl got pushed back because the Grammys are always a week after the Super Bowl, right? Because it's football's biggest night, That's followed right. by music's biggest night per right. time crisis, March twenty second. So we'd have time. Yeah, yeah, we, we could uh, we, give we the should... patrons some individual. Uh, yeah, that would be a, that'd be a good good thing, I think. Yeah, get on there. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. We're also giving you a new tomato fights this week. We are doing two baseball-themed movies with Jared Carabas. We won't tell you what they are, but one of them has to do with a certain someone who played for both the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees. That's right. Mm-hmm. You got that one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew where you were going Talking with that about one. Babe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, the, the, the 
big snubs for me. And Alana Haim obviously was not nominated for Best Actress. I strongly disagree with that. But I also, it's like, it's a snub that you're like, I could see these people doing this. It's her acting debut. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. She should have been nominated. But I, that's not, that isn't the one. And again, like, we ride for Lonzo. That's not the one that has me screaming, like, what are you guys watching? Those, for me, are probably, like, Red Rocket more than Pig, honestly. Because Pig, they can just be like, Nicolas Cage. No. (laughs) Which Automatically disqualified. If if you were to tell me that, like, Nicolas Cage, the last, like, 15 years is disqualified from consideration for a best picture, I'd be like... Yeah, I mean, I guess he kind of made his bed, but like you really got to see Pig. It's really good. But Red Rocket for me. I still haven't seen that, but I've heard good things. What uh, uh, Pig. Challenging movie, but. I mean, I don't think it's any big shock, but like Pig sh- should have gotten in over Power of the Dog, yeah. IMO. Um, so I've only seen Licorice Pizza, Power of the Dog, uh, Don't Look Up, and Dune. I haven't seen Dune. I saw some. I saw some. Don't look up. Talk today. Yeah, same. You know, I don't like don't look up don't, talk, but I also I I always get in there. You always look up the don't look up talk. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, the don't look up talk That's is a good episode title. Don't I, look up the don't look up. Talk. <laughs> um, I think that don't the discourse around don't look up has been the most insufferable of this year's movie cycle. No, that's Joe Rogan. That's not a movie cycle. It's going to be a movie. <laughs> I'm is, not going to watch it. My life it. is a movie starring Joe Rogan. Um, no, uh, no, like th- this, I feel like um, Don't Look Up is this year's Joker, where everybody had fucking takes on the Joker when they didn't see it. Good chance they didn't see it, yeah. 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 And even like, even people who did see Don't Look Up, and like, I don't have any problem with people who didn't like Don't Look Up, yeah. but the people that are like, I saw a, I saw a take today that was like it, it 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 almost felt like parody, but the problem is it's it's not parody, and I wanted to be like the word is satire, right? And it is a satire, yes, right? Yes, it was. It's like it was this. It wasn't that though. Okay, so then it was something else. Let's yes. find out what yes. it could be. All right, so here we have parody. It's not parody, but it was almost like it. All right, so what are? Let's just look up parody synonym and then you're going to see some words that you're like eh, not quite that and it's going to get you in the right ballpark <laughs> genres of films and like or again devices. I, I don't care if you dislike don't look up i didn't love don't look up yeah and you're I, allowed to and I, I honestly think that like it is a weak best picture nom i think so too like it in a normal year i would say that this is a very weak year for the oscars it, so was last year and i think we can all yeah. figure out what happened there yeah um but this is a pretty weak year for Best Picture noms. And, like, in a normal year, I think that Don't Look Up maybe would have been lucky to be, like, an eight seed. Yeah. What happened there last year again? What happened with, like, the bad movies? COVID. Was it, I, I assumed yeah, it was, no, like, pandemic-related. Yeah, but... it was, I was referencing the fact that there's been a pandemic that has, like, delayed every okay, release, gotcha. release date for the movies. Yeah, um, which stinks because... Man, do you remember what movie won Best Picture last year? Oh my God! Give me a second. I'm gonna need Best Picture. I didn't see it, but I know what it is. 
you didn't see it. Yeah. I did, right? I think that we may have just sat it out last year, honestly. I really think that we kind of just sat out the Oscars last year. Wow, okay. I didn't even watch the the show. Promising Young Woman was nominated, or was that the previous year? No, that was last year. Promising Young Woman, Joker. Uh, no, that was, was no, Joker oh, that was, was the previous two years year. Ago? Yeah, because Joker was the year, the extremely strong year, because like we didn't even like consider Joker in as like a serious contender. Joker was like the Jojo Rabbit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that year, nineteen eighteen. Oh, yeah, I just looked it up. I Nomadland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was not that good a movie. That's what I've heard from. I like, was everybody. really mad. I was like. It was again the there's an award for this, and what you're thinking of is best actress in a leading role, <laughs> or if you want to say best director, I think that I think the Chloe Zhao won uh, best director. I could be wrong, but man, yeah. All right, so let's see. I think we totally sat it out because I don't remember talking about any of the movies that were nominated last year. I remember you didn't see Sound of Metal, right? I did. Okay. Uh, Let's see. I really, really like that movie. Loved that movie. Didn't like, didn't love, no, didn't like Mank. Really liked Minari. Really liked Promising Young Woman. The Father was okay. Judas and the Black Messiah was really good. Mm -hmm. Trial of the Chicago 7 was good to pretty good, although I think that now that I've seen Succession, I might like Trial of the Chicago 7 more because it's got Homeboy in it. Jeremy Strong? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, I look up, by the way, I look up things about the Jeremy Strong New Yorker profile like once a week, and I've never read the Jeremy Strong New Yorker profile. But there's just like an endless sea of like castmates react to the Jeremy Strong New Yorker that, profile. That like discussion for however long it went on, I felt like forever. It felt I like totally two months. Uh, yeah, because you weren't watching right, Succession. Right, like, it just like wasn't yeah. my life. Yeah. Uh, that was like the weirdest thing. Like it, it felt like people were trying so hard to make it like a like ooh a Jeremy Strong is over party after that came out, and like none of the shit really. I, maybe I'm wrong because I didn't read it, but like all the shit that I saw from like excerpts and stuff were just like, oh, this guy's got a weird process. Yeah, yeah. And like people like are worried about him because he gets like too into the character and stuff like that. Yeah, Brian Cox said that he said that like he was worried about him and uh what's his face seemed to intimate um kieran culkin seemed to intimate like he's not a particularly fun person right yeah which like like that's fine yeah yeah like a lot of people aren't fun. yeah you know who like wasn't fun uh uh what's his name ah shoot uh kramer from seinfeld like the seinfeldia shit that i read obviously like he hasn't been fun since he retired from that role but uh no like the seinfeldia book that i read was like the castmates were like yo he was like so serious about um about playing his role and everybody doing their jobs like in a professional manner so that like when when they would crack on set he'd get like mad yeah and i was like Damn, that's like so far away from what you would expect from that character. Right. But I mean, that's just the way that some people work, I guess. Jeffrey Tambor, remember right, that? Yeah. The, yeah, like. Well, he he had like a a little bit more like problematic things. He to like it. would like he would like he would like verbally abuse. like the yeah like his castmates yeah. and in particular, um, well, I can't think of her name. Legend played Lucille Bluth. 
I gotta look. I can't not say Lucille Bluth's name. Uh, uh, Jessica Walter. Didn't even get finished Googling it. <laughs> Jessica Walter. Um, I'm gonna make sure it's Jessica Walter before I... Yeah. The late Jessica Walter, right? She gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. March 24th, 2021. Speaking of Lucille, I uh, did watch Be in the Ricardos finally. Did you watch that? No, I haven't seen it. Wasn't a very good movie. Okay. Who uh, who did that? Because that, wasn't that from... Sorkin. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. It was Sorkin and Loaded Cast, obviously. Uh, Nicole Kidman, Javier Bardem... J.K. Simmons nominated again for portraying uh, William Frawley. And honestly, my biggest takeaway was like they nominated everybody in this movie. And I think the best performance was from uh, Nina Arianda, who played Vivian Vance, a.k.a. Ethel Mertz. Were you a Lucy head back in the Mm-mm, day? No. Huge. Like That doesn't surprise me. L- loved that. Yeah. I-, I was like raised on... Two people who are over. Yeah. Lucille Ball. And Bill Cosby. Right. Lucille Ball, natural causes. Like <laughs> I was going to say. Bill Cosby. I don't think I Bill caught, Cosby. I don't think I caught the, uh, the Lucille Ball cancellation. Oh, no. No. You, I mean, I'm sure that everybody. But, um, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Nina Arianda, you might know her for misbehaving at a father john misty concert she is alice from wow. master of none okay and she was as soon as i was like i haven't seen her in anything else and i'm pretty surprised she has a role this big in a movie with a bunch of heavy hitters and she was great okay she was like her and lucille ball it's like late in the i love lucy era and everyone's going through their shit and everybody hates each other and those two are like best friends who have like kind of grown apart and are sniping at each other and they're like arguing over everything and she's trying to lose weight and Lucy wants her to like keep weight on it's a whole thing but they're they're fantastic they're they're fantastic playing off of each other okay the only thing about uh I love Lucy that I remember is the uh the chocolate scene oh yeah where they were in the chocolate like, factory chocolate and they're they, just like they, they shoving it in their mouth yeah, she was very big into physical comedy. The uh, you, you don't remember the grapes? Mm-mm. She's mashing some. She goes to Greek or Italy, Greece or Italy or somewhere, to, and she's like doing the grapes to make the wine. Mm-mm. She loses an earring. So what do you gotta do? She goes looking for earrings. She, she falls in the grapes, buddy, and she's jumping around making a mess. She also did invited me to Vegemin. You have to know that. Mm-mm. She's doing a commercial. She always she's she like fancies herself an actress. Okay. And Ricky is the entertainer. He like has his show. He sings. By the way, Javier Bardem, I didn't think was very good as Ricky Ricardo. Ooh. Yeah. Uh performance was not for me. Uh did not get any Ricky off of him. Okay. To be quite honest. But uh now was this a a, a costume error? This no. Okay. This was like a. This was a bad actor. Honestly, a lot of us. It was quite a sonic uh, disconnect. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They, uh, they made all the songs lower, and they just had to do the, every everything was like I was like, yo, that that is so not Desi Arnaz. But anyway, yeah, the dynamic. He got is, nominated, right? Yes. Mm. Um. But yeah, Ricky's always like, no. 
please don't don't go out for these auditions please like don't embarrass me which now looking back it's like uh eh, she's her own person uh, but every time she'd get a gig she'd screw it up and who's all embarrassed but ricky she gets a gig uh doing a commercial for vitamita vegemin it's a it's not like a cough medicine but it's kind of like a daily type thing and she's <laughs> doing the commercial and she keeps screwing up and she has to do so many different takes of it and she takes a spoonful each time I'll tell you what's in vitamin to vegemin alcohol okay so she is just shit-faced <laughs> trying to do a commercial trying to like say these lines i haven't seen it in probably going on maybe like 25 years i would be stunned if i were to pull that up right now watch it and it was not like piss your pants funny <laughs> She was so fucking funny. So, uh, yeah. But th- that, the movie wasn't that good. It really just made me want to go back and watch I Love Lucy. Okay. Uh, any other uh, big snubs that you can think of? Uh, I'll, I'll do one that hits a little close to home for us. I would have liked Affleck for The Tender Bar. As, uh, oh, that was never going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. It's never going to happen. He doesn't play the game anymore. No. He is declared. He is retired from playing the game. And I also think that might have um, that might have surpassed the cutoff. Oh, really? Would it be late? I don't that know. movie came out very recently. That was like second week of uh, January. Oh, really? It was. Yeah. Oh, okay. I forget what the oh, I I don't even know what the cutoff. Well, I think is I think that they had a um, they had a very limited release. Yeah. Um. So maybe the limited release would have made it on the right side of the cutoff, but yeah. I don't know. I wasn't expecting anything from the Tender Bar to be nominated. How do you feel about... Um, so, Paul Thomas Anderson was nominated. I don't think anybody thought um, Cooper Hoffman would be. No. I would have disagreed with that. Yes, yeah, Even though I thought he was lovely. Um, but Bradley Cooper, not nominated. He was barely in the movie. That's what I thought. Yeah. Everybody thinks like one of the biggest snubs is that what? Bradley Cooper... Yeah, they're like... Bradley Cooper's scene-stealing performance was like, yeah, he did steal a scene. Yeah. He stole a scene. He was barely in the movie, and he, like, essentially just played Bradley Cooper. I mean, he played, like, a psycho, psychopathic Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, but, like, I don't think that there Pusha was... Pusha T going to be rapping about Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I don't and... think that there, that was, like, a particularly, like... I don't think that he particularly had to, like, extend himself for that role. I mean... I don't know how often Bradley Cooper needs to extend himself. He's a a very, very good actor. Um, What is... Which nominee put the biggest smile on your face? Um, I only ask that because I've got an answer. uh Free guy getting a, a nomination. Yeah, what was free? That, that, I forget. Visual what, effects. I was going to say, that was like when Father John Misty won a Grammy for like pure comedies album cover being yeah. cool or something um the one that put a smile on my face i can't freaking find it because this is listed so weird why they they're doing actor G- give me actor in a lead role so i can be sure of what i'm saying okay andrew garfield yeah Pick i thought that boom. was cool uh, made I, me happy hope uh, he wins i think uh garfield getting that was was cool and also uh kristen stewart getting it for the princess diana movie did you see that movie haven't seen it but i, I mean it was a fucking lock that she was going to get uh a oh yeah a nom for that and from what i've heard she was very good and i think kristen stewart is very easy to root for oh, definitely um, especially after their I, I think that like Twilight was like Fifty Shades of Grey before Fifty Shades of Grey, where people were like, 
these are two very good actors and I don't think that they are like being taken seriously because of these movies. I never saw any of those. So I, I, I didn't know. All I knew about Kristen Stewart is that everyone was mad at her and thought she was a bad person for something that I Googled and deemed. I don't think that I know that she's a bad person off of that. <laughs> I forget what it was. I think she like, did was she dating that guy? Uh, yeah, Pattinson. I th- believe so. Yeah, and she like broke up with him or something. Sounds about right. I don't know. I, f- I forget what. It was. Maybe she did something bad or whatever. But I remember people were well, like, "Well, she cheated on somebody in um, Adventureland. She cheated with uh, Ryan Reynolds." In in the movie or in yeah, real life? yeah, in the movie. Oh, <laughs> knowing the world, maybe that's what it is. Honestly, that's uh, such a great movie, Adventureland. I never saw that. Really? No, dude, you gotta watch Adventureland. That movie fucking rocks. Uh, Denzel nominated for Tragedy of Macbeth. I feel like Tragedy of Macbeth should be disqualified i had such a terrible time watching that movie yeah i heard that movie was a tragedy surrounding macbeth and i like already knew what happened read that shit forever ago saw lion king <laughs> like yeah um alana Heim was better than jessica chastain and that's the she also i think she was better than nicole kidman to be in the ricardos i haven't seen the other uh, best actress ones but any We'll be doing plenty more on that, so don't you worry. Stay tuned. Uh, the Patreon will be popping off with uh, Oscars content yes. moving forward. So go ahead and sign up there at patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Should note, it's a new month. So we told you every time it's a new month, our numbers take a hit. So we were four away from the sleepover. We were knocking on the door. We're not as close right now. We're, I believe, 19 away, but we can get there so easily, and we send you nice notes, and you get this bonus content, and especially leading up to the Oscars, like, you're going to want this. We just decided we were doing it two seconds ago, but we got big plans for it. That's right. And tomato fights. And when we do just like a casual Friday episode, it's a good time. That's right. Uh, DJ, um, what are two traits that you have that people wouldn't expect to go together? Genius and hunger. Genius and a lover of breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, sometimes there's magic in two things going together that you wouldn't expect. For example, how about Vizzy Seltzer? I've heard of it. You ever think like meats and cheeses and seltzer? Yeah. They probably don't go well together, but Vizzy has made an excellent pepperoni pizza. <laughs> really? Yes. That's right. Pepperoni. Yeah. The Vizzy, uh, Viz, the Vizzy's X combos collab <laughs> is just to die for. That's right. Uh, Vizzy, the Vizzy French fry seltzer is out of this world. I'll tell you what, not to brag and not to plug another brand during an ad read. Don't do that. Got that Chex Mix follow. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> not a big deal. I hopped in their DMs immediately <laughs> and aggressively have not heard back. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, well, you should slide into Vizzy's DMs because Vizzy is great. It's the first hard seltzer crafted with antioxidant vitamin C. Unfortunately, they actually don't have pepperoni-flavored seltzers. Not yet, but Not we yet, clearly but have their ear. That's right. Uh, I can't wait to open Photoshop after we stop because recording they, they, this. they'll listen to this. That's right. Uh, the antioxidant vitamin C is extracted from super fruit 
acerola, mm-hmm. acerola cherry. Uh, there's plenty of hard seltzers to choose from uh, with a bunch of delicious fruit flavors like pineapple mango, black cherry lime, All these strawberry kiwi, blueberry pomegranate, oh. papaya passion fruit, the choice is watermelon strawberry, blackberry, blackberry lemon, raspberry tangerine. They also have Lemonade's Hard Seltzer, as well as Watermelon Hard Seltzer. Each variety pack offers four delicious fruit flavors and the same antioxidant vitamin C. You got a a favorite? I don't know, man. All those sound so good. I celebrate their entire catalog. That's right. Hell yeah. Uh, It never hurts to add some vitamins and antioxidants to the mix. So with Vizzy, you can enjoy refreshment at a 5% ABV, 100 calories, Less than one gram of real cane sugar per can, and every sip of Vizzy is more exhilarating than the last. Wow. That's right, baby. It builds. Step up your seltzer game with Vizzy. To find out where you can purchase like Vizzy. Like fine wine, this spiked seltzer <laughs> is alcoholic. Gets better with age. That's right. Uh, to find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash washed. That's Vizzy, V-I-Z-Z-Y, hard seltzer dot com slash washed uh, to get updates on the latest flavor drops and more sign up for the emails at busyhardseltzer.com slash subscribe that's busyhardseltzer.com slash subscribe must be 21 or older while we're hawking stuff i'll note that the Stop green river that. festival <laughs> is occurring friday june 24th through sunday june 26th in western mass we will be there we'll that's be seeing right. a guy named father john misty don't know if you've ever heard of him along with Lake Street Dive and so many others. You can be there as well because we have got four passes that we will be giving away. And we're going to start giving them away next week. We have two pairs of passes that we will give away to members of the Brunch Patreon. So join the Brunch Patreon. We're going to send out a call to all the patrons saying, hey, would you go to this? That will improve your odds even more because if some people can't make it or whatever... The patrons are nice to each other. It's a cool vibe on there. We're having fun conversations on there, posting videos, everything. So we'll narrow it down even more from you because if there are people in Canada or something who can't make the trip, then boom, your odds just got that much better. And these are like, we ain't giving you like like Land O'Lakes coupons here. <laughs> these are like, Yo, the, that's, the, like a, the, that's like a real... Item. The, the feedback that I've heard from the Green River Fest is that it's an awesome time. Yes. People have like reached out being like, I've been there before and it it rocks. Yeah. And the lineup is very good. It's I've cool. been getting into Lake Street Dive for recently. They're they're just wonderful musicians who use their powers for good and uh few things make me happier. So jump on the brunch Patreon if you want those tickets. We'll also be giving away two additional passes. One will be a general giveaway to any of our listeners who might not be patrons. Patrons, though, will be included in that group. So you got your your odds are just spectacular. And then when we finally do the 350 patrons sleepover stream, we will give away a pair of passes then. So, oh my goodness, so many pairs of passes. When you're there, I mean... It's probably not going to be too hard to find us. Like, if you want to see us, have a beer with us or something. It's not going to be too hard to find us because you can be like, 
yo pete yo deej and we'll yeah. come running that's right that's how we operate that's right there's not going to be it's not going to be tough to hear if someone were to just say hey pete and dj here no music will be playing we'll be right over yep. they're gonna have food there they may have some busy hard seltzers by that by this time we may have that pepperoni up in in in, in circulation yo we should have a Vizzy representative on the show to pitch them flavors, <laughs> and every flavor we pitch them is like Vizzy X combos. <laughs> I love that idea. So the first one, she's like, all right, starting off, this is a little weird. It's like outside the box, but we were making this. We somehow got in this like weird joke about like meats and cheeses for hard seltzers, and like we know you never do something like that, but. What if you did like a combos flavor and it was like the pepperoni pizza combos one? They're like, uh, oh, I don't know. Doesn't sound very palatable. What, what else yeah. you got? And then the next one of us just follows up with like the very sincere, like I was nervous waiting to ask my question. So I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, okay. I have a list. First up. <laughs> um, combos. Like pepperoni. And uh, pepperoni combos. Oh, again, we shouldn't do that. Oh, my God. Okay. God damn it. My hand's all sweaty. <laughs> smudging together. Fuck. We'll workshop it, but I think it'll be uh, a, a lot of fun. Uh, t- speaking of uh, speaking of the Mist Man, this week, oh. possibly by the time you're listening to this, yeah. the Mist Man has new music and Q4. new merch. Yeah. The, the, the new merch. No, just kidding. Is- just kidding. He doesn't have new merch. Don't check the website. Yeah. Don't, don't buy no. it in... Well, both medium and large because That's right. I'm going through a thing and this whole genius thing is really screwing up like which shirt fits and I'll be doubling up. I do have at least two graphic t-shirts that I own and really like. I have this is this sound I can hear this. I don't like when people say like, oh, if you do this, you're a psycho bubba. I'm always against that. But this is like I'm a psycho for this. I have a medium and large in two, possibly three shirts that I really like. Just in case, like what whatever's happening that day? Yeah. Interesting. Like if I want to wear that shirt. Now I'm curious what the shirts are. But now I kind of feel like I, I, feel like I shouldn't know. Because then if I see you wearing it, I'm going to be like, is it yeah. the medium or the large? And then I'm going to feel bad if you're like not happy with the answer. Yeah. You've seen me in... Uh, let's see. One of them is one of them is the Michael Jackson shirt, which I don't really wear anymore. I don't even the Michael Jackson shirt that says it says it's a picture of Prince. And it yeah, says okay, Michael Jackson. yeah. And the other one is a shirt from this was more like I want to support this band, so I bought two of it. It's a sh- shirt from the band Miniature Tigers. They have a song called "Used to Be the Shit," and they sold shirts at their concert that just said "Used to Be the Shit." Doesn't say miniature okay. tigers on it. Doesn't it's just like a It's very cool. It's just like a lightly self deprecating shirt. And I was wearing it when I was like twenty six, which is probably a little young to be to saying be like, used, used to, to be, be the, the shit. shit. Yeah. Yeah, I should probably pop that on now. Thirty three is huge used to be the shit energy. That's yeah, that's more appropriate, more age appropriate. For being like Although, Yeah. You you could mistake me for my twenties, but believe you me. <laughs> I have shredded a knee <laughs> and find grays in my beard 
all the time. Also, it's not even a real beard. I was never the shit. Plot twist. <laughs> um, do you know what's going on with Peloton? Can you help me there? All I know is that they fired a bunch of people this week. Fired a bunch of people. CEO's gone. Oh, I didn't know that. I put out like a cast for like a call for like, hey, quickly give me uh, what, what what happened to Peloton. Just got a bunch of jokes back. Yeah, of course. Are you, are you asking for like Twitter to provide any like real value to you is your first mistake. Yeah. Um, they I walked fi- to McDonald's and I was like, oh, I'm looking uh, going to be on the road for like six hours. What's going to what's going to hold me over? <laughs> That's till then? right. And they were like. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> um, now, I know that they fired a bunch of people, and then on the way out, they gave them a year, pe- year-long year subscription to Peloton. Yeah. Very cool. Good well, stuff, guys. Prayers up to those employees. Uh, hopefully, land on your feet. You will. It always works out. I learned that from Entourage. Um, if you don't land on your feet, hopefully you, la- you land on those pedals and you can spin your way to another job. That's right. Spider-Man. He spins webs. Uh, not nominated this year is Jackass Forever. Which That's we right. Went to see and this, I saw a picture. The pardon my take guys tweeted like seeing Jackass Forever, and it was a bunch of guys at the movies had their masks, they had their sodas, they had their popcorn and everything, and it just made me so happy because finally something for guys. Rudy Ray, no, <laughs> we never. I I never sit with people when I go to the movies. I try to avoid going to the movies with people as much as I can. Uh, you do the same. Yeah. And we realized that we were going to the same showing of this. I didn't realize that. You yeah. you told me like when I was in the snack line. Right, yeah, yeah. I was like, which movie? I was like, you're going to that 7 o'clock one? And you were like, yes. And I was like, <laughs> word, like I'm almost there. I, I do want to tell the story about uh, I texted you being like, hey, I have like a minor health crisis possibly brewing. Oh, yes. And, and I texted you. <laughs> well this was it's it's i'm not i'm not like saying i thought it's, it's funny like i didn't even know that it happened when it happened but you just told me before we started I didn't recording either. yeah and it was fucking hilarious but i i had like a a minor health scare went to the doctor for the first time in like five years last week and there was something that was that was like brought up and it, i don't know what it is yet so uh but i texted dj i was like this came up at the doctors and <laughs> your response was like Oh shit, that's no good. Also, where you sitting at Jackass? <laughs> no, no, no. You're sa- where you sitting at Jackass makes it sound like you texted me. Was it that- like hours later? It was it was when I was looking for you in the movie theater. Like I was just about to see you. You were at the movie theater. I was in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, this was not like a Oh, so oh man, stinks to hear. What's the plan for tonight? <laughs> yeah. I was walking I was parking and like getting out of my car, saw you texted like, hey, by the way, this popped up. And I was like, fuck, that's no good. Where are you sitting? <laughs> and then there's – and you were like, I'm here. And there was no text messages for a while because then we saw the movie. Yeah. But like it by was the time never we like, sat down, it yeah. was like, what's up? Yeah. Like previews were going, yeah. like people around us were doing something. No, or... like I didn't realize that this happened, like in in the sequence that it happened. But it is very funny for you to like, because you were like, I don't think you told me this, dude. And you went back in your text, and you were like, Oh yeah, here it is. Yeah. And then the next text is literally like, Cool, where are you sitting? <laughs> I didn't say cool. Where are you sitting? You You're know what I'm saying? What a fucking sweetheart I am. But I, uh, I did, uh, I did. When you did text me, you were like, where are, where are you at? 
I was in line at the concessions because I was out there ordering those impossible nuggets that yes. we talked about a couple weeks ago. I got impossible nuggets and curly fries. Two things that I had never gotten at AMC before. Oh, yeah, you, I've gotten curly fries. The there. curly fries might be worked into the rotation a bit more moving forward because those were good. Curly fries are always uh, yeah, but oof. like they're they're good in the way that like they're a bit the, dramatic. They're good in the way that the uh, the tenders are great because like they overcook them and they're so crispy. I don't know if I've actually ever had curly fries that weren't burnt. I ha- I have, and they're they suck. You don't want to like be able to pick up the curly fry right. and watch it like extend like a right. slinky. Right. Uh, you want to pick that up and like feel it like almost like crumbling from how burnt it is. Arby's is a big curly fries place. Hell yeah, I- curly fries with some Old Bay seasoning. Oh yeah, yeah, buddy. Old Bay seasoning on really anything. I think they took away the tenders. By the way, I think that they the tenders have been replaced on the AMC menu, which. All right, so that I won't do. That I won't stand for that. You can't take my freedom. That's <laughs> like, right. I will wear mask mandates all over the place. Right. Give me my fucking chicken tenders that are cooked at 800 degrees. For three hours. <laughs> that's right. High and slow. That's, what that, that, that's how they do it at AMC. But um, I was excited this was like a last second decision and this is where like all that texting came in is I was like if there if either of us have a seat available next to us we should sit next to each other and watch this movie which we've been in the same theater for a movie before but I don't never think like ever really make sat. efforts to, to right. sit together because it's it I mean the, uh, the, a big part of movies is that it, like it doesn't have to be a social thing it's like right you're going that's why I like going to the movies alone it's fucking yeah. you're just going and turning your brain off watching this movie yeah. locked in f- for the next two hours or whatever it is but I came to realize this week that jackass is just like the jackass franchise is just purely about friendship yes jackass from, from on screen yes. to the experience of watching jackass is a hundred percent about friendship right and i'm so glad that we sat next to each other because we weren't talking like i, th- I think at one point i made like one small observation to you or you may have done like a what did he say or something like that but there was nothing that would be like those guys are talking not like the jamokes that were behind me at scream <laughs> Ugh, grow up uh, but it, it was a it was a great movie to watch with a friend. And you said it, the movie's about friendship. There's just for how much they legitimately torture each other. Like there was a scene that there, there was one thing they did that was legitimately like saw two through eight or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, because it was just like a like a, a house of horror. It was pure put. psychological terror, right? Um, and then it's like, oh, wait, I can go in this door. But it's like, it seems like that was a really easy door to go in. Are <laughs> yeah. you sure you want to go in that door? Like, all horrible stuff. And, of course, I didn't want to go in that door. But for something that has that much, like, torture, there's so much, like, love emanating from that movie. That's the only reason why Jackass works is because, yeah. like, those dudes, like, legitimately like love each other and have the best chemistry in the world. Yeah. And and like, that is why, uh, that's why Jackass forever worked as well as it did because, uh, like they were very limited in what they could do because they filmed it during the pandemic. So they couldn't do, um, like a lot of the, like 
public pranks and stuff. It was a lot of like close quarter. Yeah, same. I, I prefer them doing stuff to each other. To each other, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like it can be funny when like they're doing stuff to each other in public and yeah. that like people are looking on being like, yo, what the hell is going on? It does make me like sometimes a little uncomfortable when they're like when they're pranking people. And right. it's just like kind of like cringy and, and awkward. I went um, back and watched the first Jackass movie and I texted you and I was like, fuck, like I still like it and I'm like not mad at it or anything. It's harder to like, laugh. Like it's like 99% of it is like fucking with people. Yeah. And that's not how I remembered it. But then you're like, all party boy is, <laughs> right. is fucking with people. That's right. Yeah, and uh, Dave England taking a shit in a hardware store toilet. Yeah, <laughs> like, if somebody suggested, if we were, like, hanging out with a group of people and someone was like, hey, what if we went to a hardware store and one of us took a dump? I'd be like, who are like, you, Alice from Master of None? Get out <laughs> yeah, of right. here. I'd be like, yo, first of all, that's, like, not that funny. And <laughs> two... Somebody's going to have to clean that up. Right. Like, that is... That's just mean. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, no, no, no. So, like, during uh, during the pandemic, like, they obviously couldn't do the public stuff as much. And they had to, like, operate in closed quarters. So, basically, all of Jackass Forever is just them and, like, the friends that they invite in. And it's... So, it's, like, it's very much, like, a friendship, close quarters-based thing. Yeah. I was... All about it. Big laughs throughout. There was... Um... There were a lot of... There were some misses. I think there were, like, some some misses. And I think that they... Boy, did they really lean into, like, just full frontal dicks. A lot of penises it's in this so movie. So much dicks in this movie. Uh, but, like, I highly enjoyed it. And there were some real winners, too, uh, yeah. to come out of that. I will say significantly less sentimental than I was expecting. I was going in like expecting this to them to like really play up like this is the last time we're doing this because yeah. that was like a lot of the the promotional campaign from Knoxville and some of these other guys like one last rodeo with the boys or whatever and it definitely didn't have as much of that vibe as I expected. They introduced new people. Right. Uh, they didn't do a whole lot of like reminiscing just like towards the very end. Right. There's like some like turning back the clock looking, uh, doing like tribute stuff, but like not a whole lot of it. Yeah. And there was a little, there was like a special thing that they showed after if you saw it on the day that we saw it. And it was just the entire cast sitting around talking about like what was it like working in new people, what was it like doing this and everything. And like honestly, I kind of wish some of that was actually split. I don't know how it would have worked. It definitely wouldn't have been like the breakneck pace that Jackass movies are, but I'm like, man, like this does kind of frame it all a lot better though to know like kind of the and maybe that this is maybe that's just because it's like now where everything has to be like a reality show. Mm-hmm. But like I do find it interesting that I'm sure Steve-O and all those guys were like, what? We have to have kids on the show now? Like, why? Like, we do. Is it going to come out of my end? Right. Like, so that that stuff was interesting. Um, Knoxville himself only did two stunts. That made the movie. Oh, yeah. True. True. Um, but, yeah, and both of them were fucking brutal. I mean... The ones he got that, fucked up in both of them. The stunts that Knoxville does in the movies are always... The shit that nobody like, else will do. Right. And 
I was talking to somebody and they were like, I always remembered Steve-O taking the worst of it. And I was like, Steve-O was the craziest. You're right. But if memory serves, Knoxville was like the, what are you doing? You're going to get yourself killed guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, yeah, the the stuff that Steve-O did was usually like the, the, like... The most grotesque, maybe outrageous, yeah, yeah, and being like, "Oh, like don't do that to yourself." Yeah, but like Knoxville does the shit that's like, "Yo, there is a very high chance of things going wrong here." Insane, and uh, yeah, he he is not so much a uh, a like participant more than a host in this right. one, and I think that's like totally fine. Yeah, I want to see that guy live a, a long, happy, healthy life. Yeah, as much as he can from this point on. Uh, and really like that's, that's, I mean, like probably his biggest strength yeah. outside of, of like just putting his body on the line. It's like, he is a very funny person mm-hmm. and knows how to like lead the, yeah. the, the gang. Isn't it funny though? Like he, I when, when they were showing the old clips of him and I guess I was going to say like, isn't it funny how like people do age, uh, <laughs> But, like, when they were showing the clips of him, like, I remembered what, like, young Johnny Knoxville looked like. But mm-hmm. then they showed young Johnny Knoxville. And I, and it was, like, younger than either of us. Like, way younger than either of us. And I was, like, I don't know how old he was there. But, like, that is a child. Like, yeah. his face is so, like, skinny. And I was, like, I man, there's no way. That's what Johnny Knoxville used to be. Because he still looks like Johnny Knoxville. He, de- he definitely still looks, he looks like great, Johnny Knoxville. By the way. He, he, looks gr- he looks great, but he looks so much older. Like right. I, I don't think that's mutually exclusive. Like yeah. He looks like an older-ish man. Yeah. And he looks like a very good older-ish man. Like, the gray hair works for him. Totally. Uh, which I, I didn't realize that um, before uh, the promotional campaign that he had been going gray for, like, a decade plus but he uh, had, was always dying it and then during the pandemic he just was like yo i don't who cares Damn. and he stopped dying it and then he was like oh, I'm, I'm this is who i am now yeah i mean a bunch like a bunch of them look quite a bit older steve-o looks steve-o looks awesome same, which is he, he looks awesome i don't know how that works he looks but, so healthy yeah which i'm very happy about his tattoo like looks older than him <laughs> somehow his his tattoo of himself aged and he didn't but yeah it's a good time i mean everybody of a certain age like just grew up on that shit yeah and it doesn't matter whether you were growing up on it at like 10 years old or if you were growing up on it at 16 years old that was such a fun like literally mindless thing yes to, to do and watch yeah and i i like i'd been excited for this for so long and the excitement that i felt like as the movie was about to start was oh yeah outrageous and you know i'm, I'm sure like a lot of it is is nostalgia just like seeing the dick house logo pop up i was like yeah. damn man this like brings me fucking back but also just like the fact that I know that it's going to be funny. It's always going to be funny. Like it's yeah. I I would not. I for some reason I fucking trust those guys with my life to just like make funny shit. Well, I mean, none of them have died doing those things. So as weird as it sounds, those are the people to trust with your life. Because <laughs> yeah. if people don't die on their watch, and obviously one of them, uh, Ryan Dunn died outside of right. jackass but like 
that got morbid for a second. But you know what I'm saying? Like, right. if those people don't die in yeah. each other's company. And I mean, they, they did not allow Bam to do this movie because Bam was like, did you not know this? Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, Bam, Bam like was supposed to do the movie and they were like, Bam, if you do the movie, you got to stay sober and you got to be like, you got to follow the guidelines that we set for you. And he couldn't do it. And so oh. they cut him out of the movie. God. And there was like a big, big like falling out there. Fuck, that sucks. That's what happened when the Eagles reunited in uh, 94. They did that with Joe Walsh. They were like, you had to be sober. And he was like, yes, okay. And that's obviously way easier said than done. But like, that's obviously happened where like kind of professional ultimatums mm-hmm. are given, hopefully for the person. And sake. It's, it's like a professional and a friendship ultimatum right. where they're like, yo, we are trying to look out for you. This is like sort of an intervention Eagles, and I also can't ultimatum. It was a friendship thing. right it's like look <laughs> we're getting this money one way or another right. we will we let can, you get we can some replace of it. you <laughs> yeah no one cares about you and he's like uh you know i'm not doing well um yeah that sucks i didn't know that he uh mm-hmm. wasn't great man and e- even watching the first one again the other day i was like i laughed really hard at them putting that alligator in uh his parents house and like setting off fireworks while they're asleep and then p- setting off fireworks in his car while he's in the car. Yeah. I'm like, like he would have had to go to jail for like murder if any of those things went wrong. Right. Like he almost, I don't know how he didn't kill his dad. What with the fireworks show. in the car? Yeah. yeah, I know. And just like heart attack. Yeah. True. So many different ways. He was so, but I remember like we would all be like, you see, Bam did to his dad last night. Oh my god, it's so funny. Oh man, I would do that too. And everyone's like, no, you're not. <laughs> your dad crazy? will kill you. Yeah. Or like You will kill your dad. Right? Yeah, don't do any of those things. Viva La Bam was a very funny show, though. It was awesome. The my, my favorite prank, maybe in like the jackass universe, is him ironing on hamburgers onto all of uh is it Phil? Is it the dad? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, onto all of Phil's shirts. <laughs> and like for like the entire season, like every time they show Phil, <laughs> there's a hamburger <laughs> on his shirt. The budget for Viva La Bam was outrageous. What do they do other than that? I, I just remembered that. I remembered uh, his buddy Compton Ass Terry. Yeah, no, but in Viva La don't you remember in Viva La Bam, they had, they like, like there were was like at least once every season that Bam would like gut his parents' house and like turn it into fucking like a skate park. He would oh, just no. like do full construction on the house and like ruin the house. They had to move like four times. I didn't. I don't remember that. They did in the first Jackass. They did, he uh the the do you remember what the first like prank they do in it is? No. He rents a car and uh, doesn't take out insurance and then. Gets it like <laughs> turned into a uh, like a derby car or whatever, and like they're in so they're like <laughs> drilling through the roof. They're like putting the pole in the middle and everything, and like they're like spray painting the numbers on it. And he just like he just returns it into absolute <laughs> shit, returns it, and uh, I, again as I'm watching that, I'm like, 
this is fine because he has to pay for it and everything. Right. It's, but then at the end, like as he's running away, he's like, fuck you. And I'm like, don't say fuck you. <laughs> and they're first person just trying to do their job. Right. Like the, you've really thrown that guy for a loop. <laughs> like as long as you pay him and everything, it's all good. Don't uh, uh, don't tell him off. Uh, Jackass Forever, who is your standout? Um, oh, man. So there's a new guy. His name is Poopies. Poopies. Is that yours? Poopies is my... Said, we were Poopy. talking during the movie because every time Poopies did something, we were like, is, is this guy all right? What is... <laughs> he was like... they. I think that they. That it was an intentional editing choice to do it as uh, the way that they did because they really established off the bat that Poopies is very dumb. They gave him the old uh, Jessica Simpson in Newlyweds. Is that the name of the show? Sure. Jessica Simpson yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. had a show with the uh the the uh um the tuna thing. Right. The chicken of the sea. Right. And they were like I think she was just like honestly like reciting like the Jerry Seinfeld joke or something and they just like chopped it up to make her <laughs> sound dumb. And they just they were just like, "Ah, Jessica Simpson, how dumb." That's what they did with this poopies guy. But in their defense, I think a lot of raw footage would suggest that Poopies is quite dumb. Like, he wouldn't do well on a podcast, I would say. <laughs> no. I don't think he would do... Like, if, th- if we plopped him in for some... And, like, we forget names of people we're talking about and everything. He's just like a California stereotype. He doesn't know anything. Didn't, you know, nothing about nothing. <laughs> yeah. He gets asked a trivia question. <laughs> that was the best. That, like... I, like, I like let out, like, a big laugh right away. <laughs> and, like, the audience didn't. And I was like, do they not get this? It was like... It's like the... It's the easiest question and it is like framed in the in a the the most the the easiest way like they're trying to give it away yeah. they're trying to give away the answer yeah and yeah like the dudes next to me were like well <laughs> what's the answer <laughs> like the the answer is said in the question and everything it was just yeah. so obvious and he gets it by like the skin of his teeth, but you are pretty sure he's not going to get it. I do appreciate how much effort you're putting into not spoiling Jackass right. when any other movie you're just like fuck, fuck it, yeah. yeah. Um, Poopies is great. So is uh, so is Dark Shark. Yes, Dark Shark was great. So they they have a new kid and. They they make him bring his dad along, and his dad uh, convicted was, felon. Yes, convicted felon who is uh, is it agoraphobic? That's uh, is that spiders? No, arachnophobic. Arachnophobia. What's a agoraphobic? I'm assuming that they is don't that like, like gore. Crowds? Let's see what that is. Agora... I would assume that they just don't like gore in movies. In which case, jackass may not agoraphobia be their favorite. Agoraphobia is a fear of places and situations that might cause panic, helplessness or embarrassment so i I think it's just like general like a public anxiety thing but uh yeah this guy is terrified of spiders i saw that one i didn't love well that it was like very like targeted right so he doesn't like spider this one i'll spoil but that's that's what that's what jackass is too to a certain extent it's like they find out that somebody doesn't like something and they like they're like oh we gotta fuck with them oh my god it's i mean really what that is is like a very, very heightened version of tickling somebody. <laughs> because, like, you know that nobody wants to be tickled. Typically. Almo does. Yeah. Typically, when tickling is done, unless it's like that weird documentary, it's because you know person doesn't want to be tickled. <laughs> right. Like, uh, that's what this is. They're like, 
This you know guy does a great like bit spiders. on tickling. Who? Dane Cook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like no, him don't describing tickle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> him oh. describing tickling and then Nailed just screaming that. like he's being tickled. Nailed that. No, don't tickle. Yeah. He's ah! being tickled. yeah. Oh, now I'm gonna throw him. Cut it out. Yeah. Oh my god, what a bit. <laughs> We should go. He's coming to town. You yeah. should uh, want to know how I know he's coming to town because Spotify sent me a personalized email, being like, "Hey, to the to the one percent, <laughs> being like, hey, artists you you love coming to your town, Dane Cook. I'd go see the Dane train. Absolutely, I want him on the podcast. Got to find out what he's about these days. Yeah. that'd be the first question we'd ask him. What are you about these days? That, that's actually mean because that sounds like it so, sounds like, like you're washed up. Yeah, right. Yeah, now? you can't ask that. Wonder how excitable we could make him. That would be the goal. How excited we could make him? Like excitable, like just like really like ramp him up, get him doing like the. I feel like he's probably got his guard up about that yeah. these days, where he doesn't want to be that like super excitable guy anymore. There's an episode of Thirty Rock on which Jerry Seinfeld guest stars, and Tina Fey like does like the Seinfeld thing, and Jerry Seinfeld is like, "Are you mocking me?" And she's like, no, I'm upset. And this is what I talk like when I'm upset. And he's like, it sounds like you're mocking me. And like, they're just like doing that. That's what we should do. We should just like kind of get into Dane Cook mode on him and see if he gets there. First question. All right, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I saw a plant the other day and it wasn't growing. And I was like, well, I want to grow a plant. And I was pulling it out of the, throwing it at people. Splashing water. <laughs> and then if he doesn't respond, we just fucking tickle him. Yeah. <laughs>